language. Um, I hate talking on the phone. I worked with Melissa in a professional office. You, Melissa started the podcast with me. Yes. Sorry, just to yes, clue, no, clue you I, in. And she used to scream on the phone. Like, she talks so loud. Her phone voice just takes it up four decimals. And I used to chat her on, like, Teams and be like, shut the fuck up, bro. Like, like, like calm down. If they can hear you, it's a, it's a telephone. Like, why? It's like the same thing when you're driving and listening to music and you turn the music down to, to check your directions. Or, like, yeah, you know, yeah, the closer yeah. you get to wherever you're supposed mm-hmm. to go. When you're, like, parking and you turn the music you're down. You're like, I have to focus. Yeah. All of a sudden. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> I always do that. I have to do it. Oh, I know. Uh, yeah. I don't know why. Um, who's doing the intro on this bad boy? <clears throat> I'm just coasting and talking you're about coasting. smut. So, Jordan, why don't you bring the <laughs> goopers right, well, in? <laughs> we're back. And we're back. It's, it's Jenny. It's Tovatak. <laughs> <laughs> nice. We're, Perfect. Yeah, Leave it I in. I know. Who has the best radio voice? Okay, we're all going to do a cold, a cold open. Nice. Oh, I like okay. it. Okay. What's that entail? That entails... <laughs> we have to come with the, with the tagline, though, I feel like. And you're listening to Topa Talk today with Tambor. Oh, that's some good alliteration. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. I got it. Okay, <clears throat> okay, go. <laughs> and you're listening to Topa Talk. Hmm, I don't like it. Okay, you're going very like low. Bobby but <laughs> yeah, yeah. You didn't do that, did you? Yeah. yeah. Bobby. Welcome to Topa Talk on Tuesday. Is it Tuesday? It's Wednesday. Uh, nice. Welcome to Topa Talk with Tambor. Okay, you're just going classic. We're going to talk with Toba. Okay, now Kyle. it's time for Toba Talk with Tamper. Okay, we'll Toba talk. Say we'll your talk name. Say something um, unique about you, and then give us your radio. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Oh no. I'm gonna leave. You guys can talk to Kyle. Your name, your major, and one train for these special things, thing so. about you. Do you guys remember those questions in college? Yes, I yeah, used to do that. Do you? Did you have anything you had a go-to answer? No. Mm, no. I was Actually, always like, I'm six foot. <laughs> what else is there to Girl, say? Growing up in Newport Beach, mine was my family farmed strawberries because like nobody yeah. farmed anymore. Uh, my my family. It's not exactly like a whoa. countryside. It's like not a personal so, thing either. Yeah. It's just like your dad farms. You mean? Yeah. yeah. Not you. So you're working class, is what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awkward. Like I shouldn't be here. That's, yeah. I shouldn't be here. That's what everyone else knew. You know, it's like, yeah. You were just resonating with the thoughts. You're like, yeah. I'll give you a reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did you ever like? Were you like the strawberry man? Um, I guess we were. We we actually let our school went on a field trip. The whole school to our strawberry farm. Well, that's Did cool. you walk around like big yeah. things swinging? Yeah, like put my foot on like the strawberry hey. bed. Was, like, I own <laughs> everywhere the light touches. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, that's good. Yeah, lovely. Okay, I guess well, we're not, we won't we won't make them too uncomfortable. No, but it is Toba Talk with Amber. Um, we have Megan and Kyle here with us. Lovely. To see good friends, great friends, fantastic local Ventura business owners. Um, yeah. And we're here on the road sitting at Tambor Books. In Ventura. With them. That's yeah. right. And you guys would have so much more context if the episode that Jordan and I recorded with Miles <laughs> had come out. Because <laughs> Miles is our good friend and also someone who's been on the podcast but you haven't heard yet. And that is Kyle's younger brother younger brother who i'm obsessed with it's really upsetting there's this um weird interjection of sexton marais that (laughs) have infiltrated i'm obsessed and also the santa maria's i've just come into this little community and been welcomed thank goodness but obsessed with all of you guys yeah we're we're really excited to be on the podcast yeah one of my well i don't think i go to another do i bart's and oh hi bart's books i was just gonna say it's my favorite Mm -hmm. but i was like where else do i go here and Bart's. 
Yeah. That's, that's all it. you need. That's all, all you your need. book needs. Yeah. yeah. Use new. We love bards. So I was just asking you guys how long you've been open. You said two and a half years. Yep. Mm-hmm. So what day? It was twenty. It was October seventeenth, twenty twenty. Wow, that is a kind of a crazy year to say. Hey, I'm going to be opening <laughs> yeah. up a bookstore because I in twenty twenty did things not close down again in December? No, they they did. Yeah, they, they did. were when we opened, everything was shut down. Okay, yeah. So that was weird. Yeah, our opening day, we were only allowed to have like six people in the store at a time. Okay, so that was strange. It feels like another lifetime ago. It does. It's yeah. as recent as it is. I think um, our trauma brains are just like, that was so long ago. That's yeah. oh not gosh. a part of my life anymore. I remember the wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I remember you guys opened up in October of 2020 because I was working next door in you the were? Singing Sun bubble. That's right. Uh-huh. We had that window up in the front door. Yeah, I remember and that. Oh, and it was cool, though. It was cool. It was it, well designed. It was but, artsy. Like, on my end, I was on the less pretty side of things, I was, like, <laughs> making lattes. <laughs> Yeah, as a bubble boy. I ordered through that bubble a few <laughs> times, and I always thought, like, I was, like, screaming into the bubble, just like we were just we talking about on the phone microphone. We had, like, a train like a, station, yeah. one-way or two-way radio. Yeah, like and a ticket station. Like, <laughs> yes, and I would be like, hi, speaker. I want a hot chocolate. And they'd always just be like, okay, we can hear you. <laughs> yeah, there was literally a microphone on the other side. I feel like there was a time before you guys got the mic, too. Right. Because no, then it was, you. like, you were, like, yelling underneath. Uh-huh. Yes. And they were, like, is they would yell at people would put I'm, their faces. I'm busy blowing air into the store trying people to talk to you. would put their faces in the hole so and I, speak to them. Like, this, is not, this is not better for better. me. I still do that. I still do that. There'll be a barrier and I just put my head to the side. I'm like, yeah. hey, can I get a cookie? And they're like, what's, yeah. what's the plan then? That? Yeah. That's, uh, that's so, where it all started. Okay, so you opened in October of 2020, but obviously you probably got the lease months bef- a month or two. How long before that did you get the lease? I just we... Rome wasn't built in a day. Is all I'm no, saying. Yeah, it was no. a three day it was weekend. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's a three day weekend. It was July. I think. Yeah, Holy I think we signed the lease in July. We got yeah. access to the space in August. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, and then I got to watch on Instagram. You guys built all of these bookshelves yep. yourselves, yeah, right? Much everything in here that's yeah. not the it four walls, of... right? Yeah. yeah. No, you said let's DIY here. this mm-hmm. bitch. Yeah. And well, you did. Was, that was the only we didn't have enough money to do anything else. <laughs> yeah. It was like we're gonna have to do One this option. ourselves. <laughs> but no, that was like the fun part about it too. Was, yeah, of course. You got like, to make it your own. Yeah, and it was a perfect COVID project, you know. Yes. We were all in stuck our inside. Anyways, so might as well be working on something. Um and so you got the you signed the lease in July. When did the dream start? When did you guys start thinking like, should we do it? You know, like, okay, you always wanted to probably have a bookstore. You've thought about different business ideas, but like, when did the egg get cracked? You're like, okay, we got to do it. Well, we, we actually were coming. I mean, the, the way we found the space was just coming to singing sun for coffee. Mm -hmm. And I think we like poked our heads in this space. This space was like, was vacant for like over a year. Yeah. There was like art or something in here for a little bit. It used to be combined with the singing sun space and it was like a wine bar. Yeah. Yeah, Corked. And then since singing sun opened, it was vacant. So it had been vacant for like a year. Cause I think singing sun had been open for like Mm -hmm. a year at that point. And we were getting coffee and we like looked in the window and we're like, oh, that would be such a cool bookstore. Um, and then we went on a long drive and talked about it for like <laughs> three hours. Yeah. We were visiting my parents in like, uh, Visalia and they were, mm-hmm. they were like, I don't know. We went up to like, Hey, we have this idea. We think we might want to open a bookstore. And my, my dad's like, and my mom, they're both like total hype 
parents. They just like want us to do everything we want to do. So (laughs) they were like, yeah, you should open the bookstore. My dad's like, my dad's basically like, why didn't you already sign the lease? And we're like, we've only been thinking about it for like three hours. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I know. Wait, that's so special. I think that just shows like without being hype, because I'm such a hype person too, but there's also certain people that come to me like, I have a crazy idea. And I'm like, yeah, you're insane. Don't do that. (laughs) But I also think it just shows how much like love and, and they just know you won't fail. Yeah, like they know that inside of themselves somehow or like failure to them isn't this like scary concept they're like mm-hmm. yeah fuck around find yeah. out you <laughs> know like, <laughs> yeah. yeah no I, yeah we didn't know what we were doing so it might you know we were, i was like, like where made... do you even get books for a bookstore exactly <laughs> yeah. like where do those yeah. come from so that was like know. that was the hardest part honestly in some yeah. ways it was like actually how do we do the behind the mm-hmm. scenes like, like building bookcases yeah. that's pretty straightforward but you're like i can design a space baby yeah yeah but, well, yeah, yeah. but yeah but we're like how does the book industry work how do i not do go to jail room? that's what i'm always yeah. like i want to <laughs> run a business until the tax man comes around and i'm like just take it all actually yeah yeah, yeah. i'm yeah. so scared i guess it's my time i'm done, I'm done. i remember this was like inside scoop of like trying to do like a quote-unquote business model of like how much you know how's this gonna work can we pay our bills can we afford this rent all those things you know and we were like i remember talking i might have been talking to you or someone that was working at things i was like mm-hmm. like roughly how many coffees do you guys sell <laughs> oh my god i think, I think that I was really like, was i don't me. know yeah. i was trying to figure out the like the foot traffic mm-hmm. you know and then saying like okay if there's that many people roughly going to sing and sun like if two of many them of a the, day buy a book i was literally literally i was like maybe 20 percent of those people would buy a book maybe maybe yeah. so let's just do those the are quick some math. high numbers i know i know it was it was like very high numbers probably but that's no i think we underestimated well yeah at the end of the yeah, day we ended up yeah. but it was like that's roughly how we were that's like, awesome how many that's sales cool. could we get you know it's like World. it was funny yeah stuff like that like because yeah. we had no clue we're like i don't know that's so cool i would say that i think a lot of people listening to this podcast or just the generations have changed but i know like everyone in this room obviously thinks this if there is a primetime location spot that is for lease Asa and I have a business idea within moments. We will walk <laughs> yeah, by it. Sure. We will sure. walk by it. I'm sure you... We're oh, still that way. I actually yeah. know you are. Oh, yeah. Wink. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's kind of addict- addicting. I'll tell a little story. We were just on our anniversary trip, and we were in Pine Mountain. And we walk into the bar. There's one bar. There's literally three businesses there, and they're all in the same little area in Pine Mountain. Wait, where in Pine Mountain is there a bar? Exactly. It's called. No, the, we've been there. It's, it's like way it's up the called, oh, right? yeah. Yes. Okay, it's called this. the Perch. That's right. And it's been there for a long time. But I walk in and the bartender, I just, I do like a double. Well, I actually go to the bathroom. I come back out and then I'm like staring at this bartender and I'm like, oh my God, it's Lucere. I've worked with Lucere at the Ohio Valley Inn for years. He's a bartender. Da, da, da. I completely like lost this part of my brain that reminded me that he left the inn and bought a bar in Pine Mountain with his wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, he's working at the bar. I'm like, wow. Um, so it was so cool talking to them and they were telling us their story they said we are in pine mountain we are on our own anniversary trip going to the sequoias and we just drove by we saw the perch was open for sale the guy hadn't listed it yet i just went in and looked in it was closed he came out we started talking he said the only offers he got for the place were from some like you know the la interest mm-hmm. people and he didn't feel good about any of it and so within that day they worked out a deal they never made it to the Sequoias for the rest of their trip. Whoa. They took all the money from their wedding that they were supposed to spend on a house and put it into this business. Oh my God. And, like, <laughs> Terrifying. It is like the most happening little spot ever in this mountain town. And the locals are obsessed with this couple and adore them. And they cook amazing food and they make great cocktails. But it's just that like dreamer mentality or at least that like 
it's okay if things go wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like, think, yeah, you got to be ready for that. If you're going to start something, just being like, yeah, we had like we m- had multiple late night, late, late night conversations where like, okay, if we do this, if like seven months in, eight months in, we're like, shit, we can't pay rent. Are we going to like be a, like, what's the worst case scenario yeah. situation? And we're like, that would really suck. But at the end of the day, like, we'll be okay. We're like, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it yeah. out. And the there wasn't like, like try and- it wasn't like, we'll be like, this is going to ruin us if we like, can't make it work. No, I, I think that has something to do with like being in this community too. Yeah. Oh, for and sure. Knowing yeah. how many Having people in, yeah. and like resources. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. You would have. No. Yeah, I feel like, well, opening up a small business in Ventura, I feel like, is sometimes daunting because Ventura is such a tight community. And, like, I don't know, I think probably we've all seen, like, at least three or four in the last, like, few years um, that have tried and, like, not been able to tap into that, like, special Ventura um, sauce, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, how do you guys feel the reception was in and, and the community and all that? And, like, how did... I mean, I saw personally like the Ventura community really rally around you guys, which was so rad, especially during quarantine. Um, but I don't know, from your perspective, was that a surprise? Was that something you were counting on? Um, yeah, what was it like? Yeah, I mean, I think it kind of blew our minds how it all worked out in a lot of ways. And I like people joke like, oh my gosh, you guys opened in the middle of a pandemic. Like, how could you have done that? And I think honestly, looking back, it was one of the best things that we did was because in the sense that as the world came back into its norm people were ready to like hold a book (laughs) and be like i don't want to shop online anymore i don't want you know Mm -hmm. and like they're ready to support small business realizing that if you don't you're gonna the whole culture of ventura is gonna go away very quickly Right. right if we all just bought on amazon every day and just got everything we needed from there there would be no culture Mm -hmm. in ventura because there would be no need for it right you just everything lands at your door you don't have any specifics around like the demographic of what it wants or what it needs or what Mm -hmm. it's like hoping for. So I think in a lot of ways, like opening during the pandemic and then riding that train kind of out of the pandemic of people getting, realizing like the value of having small business and having, um, you know, like a say in what kind of goes in, what doesn't Mm -hmm. like what ends up surviving. Yeah, for sure. I think that's genius. I haven't, and it's such a good way to have a switch of perspective because not only like everything you said was true, but people were paying attention to what was going on in their community and their neighborhoods at that Mm -hmm. time, like more than ever. People were like, Oh, this is a new spot. They need support. Whether they know you or not, they were excited about a thing that's like anti, you know, corporate anti that's, I think independent bookstores are like, what is punk? Because it's like, no, we're going to go against (laughs) the odds and we are, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. And I think that's what people are really excited about right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which well, is cool. When we were we were just in Seattle for this big booksellers conference, and I think it says a lot about Ventura as a city too, because not every bookstore had that experience. Hmm. Then and there's a lot of bookstores that have opened recently, and a lot of bookstores closed during the pandemic, like yeah. so many. Yeah. But so, anyways, I mean, like we were t- so we were talking to other booksellers in some of these cities that people are in, like they just, there's there just wasn't the capability to keep some of these businesses going or incentivize small businesses to open because there wasn't really good. Yeah. Like the city wasn't taking care of it either. And right. then the people just didn't have the ability to pull it off. So anyways, I think Ventura is like a really special place in that way. And we're lucky that we're here because mm-hmm. the the city really has got behind us and 
made yeah. it made it really our dream. And you've done so many collaborations. It obviously takes like smart minded, community minded people to like pull something like this off and get creative and find different ways and work with different artists, which you've done and it's awesome. I also want to do a little side note and talk a little bit about Megan and her sisters <laughs> because they're incredible. And one of her sisters, Lauren, has done a lot of the design work here mm-hmm. for Timbre. And um, some of you would know more of her work if you look at anything Topa Topa Brewing has put out. Mm-hmm. Guarantee you, uh, Lauren has designed it <laughs> and it is fabulous. But I remember talking to Lauren one night about how you and her went on the road mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And took your little band. I hate to say little. I don't mean that. But it's just the and two of you, right? Were, yeah, yeah, it's a small band. <laughs> your small band, yeah. Yep. Um, no, we have a joke on the podcast when anyone's like, oh, your cute little business or your cute little podcast. Are you still doing it? It's like a rude thing to say. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't mean it to be like, oh, does your little bookstore still open? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> but I didn't mean it like that. Um, but... I don't know. I just think it's such a cool story like Lauren was sharing with it. So I want to hear about like where you guys went and your experience with that. Because I feel like it just goes back to the creativity that we see in this space. Right. Oh, that's so kind. Um, Yeah, we did music full time for like two years, I think. So uh, we kind of had like odd jobs here and there, but um, mostly we were doing music and we decided we recorded a record up in Ojai at what was then brother and studios i don't i think it's something different now it is yeah um and then we planned a tour and we drove well first we bought a van off of craigslist (laughs) and then the transmission went out and then (laughs) we drove it and then we got that repaired after being stranded in williams arizona for seven days (laughs) and then (laughs) we made it back and we planned a tour to new york and we went uh, from Ventura to New York and back in our van and we played mostly house shows a couple we played like a venue in New York because we were like this will yeah. be this is like the end of like the tour we made it we're playing a real show in New York and New York City yeah <laughs> and our good pal Mimi Gilbert came with us too which oh, was incredible great and wonderful um yeah it was there was many a a late night of driving and um, thinking that we might die in the middle of the night <laughs> and being chased by minivans in the night. Oh, wow. And, yeah, yeah, I don't like that. No, it was a little... I almost <laughs> drove into a lake because <laughs> okay, I didn't Michael see Scott. it. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah, it was great. great and time. what instrument do you play? I play the viola, which is not a violin. <laughs> but it's like violence. Like yeah, I was blessed with seeing you go up on stage with your sister at a show at in Greater Goods. I did a lot oh, of yeah. weird things that night, but I remember <laughs> seeing you. I think you made me dance with you for yeah. a little bit. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That, that did right. happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also was trying to open up Modelo's in a gas inside of a gas station with my teeth that night. <laughs> Just, oh my gosh. And you guys, by the way, this was Are your teeth mere thing? months ago. Yeah. Yes. Asa was like, you have the softest teeth on the planet earth like what are you actually oh, no. doing and i was like but a hot girl just did it Ka- your sister caitlin <laughs> your sister caitlin and danielle sorry i'm oh, outing God. you guys we're opening and i was like Sounds oh right. i can do that and he's was like no no babe you literally can't and i was like a man can't hold me down and then i was like oh i'm gonna break my tooth <laughs> he's like this isn't sexism it's just common sense yeah, it's just soft teeth <laughs> it's just soft. Yeah. Uh, i try to use feminism on them at any moment 
What right. else power do I mean, come on. <laughs> that is you actively fighting the patriarchy. Yeah. But that's awesome. It's cool to see that you guys still get to work together in different mm-hmm. ways. Yeah. She, Lauren, like, designed our logo and, um, like, all, pretty much all the Tamar stuff. Not our, like, current social media stuff, but all, all of merch the and merch and... <laughs> Yeah, she's super talented, and we're really lucky to have her. Yeah, you guys have a really fun design out right now, which is currently our traveling bag, which probably is not appropriate. Like, I've been holding my breath because Asa is such a music sound guy, and he's very concerned about chords and equipment. And he finally saw what I've been carrying the (laughs) equipment around in today. And you know what? He didn't say a word. Wow. And I was like, okay, dad's not mad at me. (laughs) But he was probably saw the bag and was like, right on. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't on purpose, though, like for this, you know, when you like (laughs) I carry all my recording equipment in a timbre tote bag. I'm not just trying to like blow smoke up your ass so I get a free shirt or something. <laughs> right. That would be insane. That didn't uh-huh. sure. yeah. No, 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 no. Don't purposely overdress and hope someone gives you a shirt. Oh my gosh. I could really use a free shirt right now. <laughs> I'm still sweating. Jordan has though. like every shirt. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have every shirt from Tambor, every shirt nice. from Topa Topa. Yeah. It's just my entire uh, wardrobe is just assorted merch collections. It's all comfort colors. <laughs> nice. Okay. There are... Jordan has some really thoughtful notes. I do. If you want to ask a question. I do. Before I take this off the rails, because I'm dying to take it off the rails. Well, um, I wanted to talk about, um, on the same thread of local businesses, especially in Ventura, I think with such a small town, all of your um, business choices tend to affect your community really significantly. You were just talking about um, how... Yeah, like no one wants to order things from Amazon. They want to support people in their community. I think like for you, for us, like we can order whatever we want online, right? And we can get what we want. Um, but I think there's this really cool um, almost responsibility that you guys have um, to show this community um, what the world has to offer it as well. And so like curating these books in such a mindful way and curating the way that you conduct business in a way that you are actually serving the community um, actively is so cool. Um, You're not just providing this like product or this service, like you're actually helping the community in so many ways, um, whether that's through your events or through the books that you choose or how you do your business. And so like, that was something that I really wanted to talk to because I feel like I just, I've been really from far and now as your friends, like really admiring how you've gone about this in such a very like mindful way and kind of wanted to pick your brain on, um, what's important to you as business owners, specifically in Ventura, and then also in terms of the greater independent bookstore community. Um, yeah, like what what are your priorities, if that makes sense? Because I think that yeah. really matters and it shows. Yeah, I mean, I think that's something we talked a lot about when we were first opening. It's like, okay, what does that look like to be an independent bookstore in a community that uh, currently or at that time didn't really have an independent bookstore? And I think um, something we talked a lot about is, like, when we travel, like, one of the top things on our list of, like, things to do in a city is, like, find the independent bookstore in the city. And I feel like if you've done that, you see that, like, these independent bookstores around the world are shaped by the communities that they're in, Mm -hmm. just as much as, like, they also contribute to and shape that community. It's, like, kind of a mutual relationship in that way and I think that's something that we were really excited 
uh, for Tambor to become is a place that is both shaped by and also helps shape the community in a way that's like enriching and like constantly growing and challenging in good ways. Um, and that comes from like curating good books and curating like a wide range of like diverse books and also, yeah, having space for community events and making sure everyone feels like welcome when they walk through the door, whether they're like very well read or they're like, I haven't read a book in five years. Like I don't want the books. We didn't want the bookstore to be a place where like someone walks in and they feel like intimidated because, mm-hmm. and we're like, Oh, you haven't read James <laughs> Joyce. You like, no, get out. Like, yeah. Totally. yeah, I yeah. wouldn't walk through these doors. Yeah. If it was like, <laughs> me either. Scary. Yeah. But that is yeah. sometimes the fear with independent businesses in general um is that because it's such like a niche thing sometimes or a craft thing um there's so many times like a pretension around it and Mm -hmm. i think you guys have done a really good job of keeping pretension and keeping like out of this thing because it's books it's education it's it's learning more about the world around us um and that's something that shouldn't be i guess like sectored off from like anyone you know and so i commend you on that because that's really cool thanks yeah it's i think to like comment on that the thing we've been recently talking a lot about is like that's there's this crazy thing in the book selling world specifically with independent bookstores that it, there's such a responsibility like put on these small business owners to be very aware of like what's going on in the world mm-hmm. be very sensitive to like what's what are you what's on your shelves like who are you you know who do you have available for sale? All those right. things. It, it sounds like really basic and easy where you're like, oh, okay, well, just bestseller. What's who's going to sell the best? Right. But you have to be really careful of that, you know? Mm-hmm. And then like, as an example, we, we, when we were at the American Booksellers Association, like conference, they were talking about kids books. And I don't, we don't need to go like fully into all the crazy politics around books, but like they're currently, it's something like 60% of all kids books have a white main character right. of all. So, and then, after that, the next main character is animals, pets, things like that. <laughs> then wild. after like that, there's black main characters <laughs> yeah. and then Asian and uh-huh. then Hispanic. Like 1%, you know, of total kids books have like a Hispanic main character. Wow. That's a problem. Like, you know, yeah. if you don't, so if you're not a bookstore, it's like aware of those things and like, on, on, like being conscious of them, you can easily fall into the trap of like, oh, it's just stock what's selling across the country. Mm-hmm. But you have to look around and be like, hey, Ventura's got this big Hispanic community that's here. Mm-hmm. We need to like be there for them too Mm. like there needs to be a kid that's walking through the store and sees a main character that looks like him yeah and like i don't know it's just not talked about and white kids need to see main characters that don't look like them (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, the main character syndrome that white people have is a little extreme (laughs) yeah and then like and i think yeah (laughs) but also like i mean it's good that there's more writers that are working on things like that too because it's it goes both ways like you know, but like to go a little bit further on that is like also like as a black main character, you don't want to just be like, oh, here's a kid's book for a black kid and it's right. like about slavery. And right. Like, yeah. Like they're all that's, sad and depressed. Like, why can't they like... just be a wizard? Why can't they just be like into <laughs> these, you know? So like, yeah. anyways, like. No, books are so powerful. It's, you have to be, yeah. It's, yeah. It's something that we're like, we're not like trained to like be really on top of all that, but you have to be, you know, and I think right. that's where independent bookstores actually are the next level of like book selling beyond like a Barnes and Noble or a Amazon and all these things is like, that's not curated for you. Right. right. You have to go search those things out. 
here, you'll stumble on it, you know? And mm-hmm. I think that's, what's cool about a small bookstore. Like it has this capability of kind of reflecting the community it's in and saying like, here, here, are the, here are the people where we're supporting who we want to be and how we kind of see this, this world that we're. Well, in, yeah. You know? And I think you make a powerful point because it's easy here to maybe stretch outside of your normal genre, right? Right. And when you get outside of your normal genre is when you start learning about different people's experiences. And if you don't have that, then you're just going to grow up and be an asshole. Or you already (laughs) are an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) You know? And so, I don't know. I think, you know, without getting political and stuff, it's like language is our most powerful, powerful weapon that exists in this whole world. Mm -hmm. And so, it's like if you have a limited access to language you're going to have a limited worldview and it's like, well, yeah. then you're going to be an asshole. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 So. yeah. I, mean, I mean, it's a huge responsibility yeah. and it's like, it's, I think you're pretty apt in saying like, it can be something that you put on the back burner or don't prioritize, or it can be something that you just, I don't know, uh, Barnes and Noble and Amazon, those are things that are optimized for us and like yeah. optimized to produce um, people buying books, but they aren't necessarily things that are um, what we need, um, especially in our communities. Um, and f- like you said, for our kids, um, I think that's really important too. You guys are three blocks away from Ventura High School and you're about six blocks away from um, that middle school over Cabrillo, there. Is that Cabrillo? Yeah. yeah. And so that's really important. A mm-hmm. lot of kids will come through here looking for something to score enough points for them to have for the month, right? But um, what they pick up can be so important um, and really impact the way that they see the world in the future. And that's that's pretty neat. That's pretty cool. It is. Megan, you were talking about how it's kind of, I, the way I was thinking about it was kind of like the tides of the ebb and flow of like how much you're dictating on the community and how much the community mm-hmm. is dictating mm-hmm. back to you. Mm-hmm. And I think that's an important relationship to have to go back to like even what tie into what Kyle and Jordan have been speaking to is like you can curate, but without listening to the people who come in here and are looking for certain things mm-hmm. and without taking all of that into account then you're losing you know like yeah you can think you're doing a good job but someone can come in here and enlighten you on something new yeah Yeah, it's also interesting to see like what uh the community there's like definitely trends of like like books that or topics that the community is interested in and it's really fun to be able to be like okay instead of these like bestseller hits of like this topic what about like can i suggest this book that's maybe like a little bit off the beaten path maybe not written by a white guy or like Mm -hmm. you know has some other diverse aspect to it and being able to offer that while still falling in the realm of like the topics that the community is interested in but then also the community has informed us of some really great books that we would not have known of Hmm. You yeah. know, so I think that's cool. I feel like that's your. Uh, it's almost like your your bartender is showing in that a little bit too. Yeah, like, I think uh, my one of like my favorite like experiences um, at the bar is being able to hear what someone usually or typically likes or what they are looking for, and then feeling empowered and knowledgeable enough on what we're serving to serve them either something new that they can like even more or find exactly what they want like for them Mm -hmm. to taste something the first time they're like oh my gosh that's that's the beer that i was looking for like that's such a good feeling and i Mm -hmm. feel like you spent five years at thompson and santa barbara and all these other topa topas doing that and listening and learning how to listen to people and i think that shows really well in how you guys are doing things here um yeah it's pretty uh, that's cool. I think 
You also have two lovely, lovely employees. We do. Alex and Destiny. Oh, I love yeah. both. Um, They're both amazing. 10 out of 10. They are. They're so They're wonderful. lifesavers. I yeah. feel like the people that you employ are also so important to your business. Um, it's apparent in how appreciative I feel like you guys mm-hmm. always are when we speak about them. Um, but yeah, how did you find them? Um, what, what do they... What makes you smile when you think about them? You know, like, um, yeah, tell us about your staff. No, I I mean, Destiny was like an angel that came out of nowhere. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, she <laughs> literally sent it literally, to like, Yeah, yeah like, we, how do we you put out, I remember we put out the ask to, for a bookseller. To, like, you know, we said, hey, we're hiring. And we had a ton of applications. but And they were all like great people and some people we knew. And Destiny, we did not know. But her application was like... Or her resume was like, oh my gosh, this girl knows more about books than we do. You know? <laughs> and it was apparent. Like, we interviewed her and there was like, we were like learning things from her. <laughs> like in the, in the interview. interview. <laughs> you're like, cool. So yeah. you're going to run the business. Yes. Yeah. Um, she actually came from an indie bookstore before. She worked at another one called okay. Cellar Door in Riverside. Mm. Um, oh, yeah. Cool. Before here. So she has like <laughs> a really solid, ex- you know, experience of mm-hmm. like how the world works. So she was like, okay, are you guys doing X, Y, and Z? And we're like, uh, yeah, like, definitely. What Wait, what? Yeah. 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 Like, can you like say taking, again like, slowly? Notes under I'm the definitely table. doing like, that. Yes. But... <laughs> but no, she's been great and she's like such a good, positive person to have in the store and mm. so knowledgeable and like is really cares about the indie book world and mm. that's who you want working for, you know, someone that really is passionate about it and like looks at it as like a serious job. You know, mm-hmm. it's not just like a side gig for her. She's, She's, she's a bookseller, yeah. yeah. She's good at it, and she knows what she's doing. It's mm-hmm. so cool. So that's been cool. And yeah. Alex. And then Alex, another gem of the nations, <laughs> who was a pal of yours and David's, right? Oh, yeah, that's right. That's Sorry, right. I forgot where that connection even yeah. came from. I was like, yeah, you guys happen to hire a friend. Oh, yeah, you gave him a softball. You were like, I, was uh, like, yeah, yeah, I know where this is going. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I mean, he works full-time as a city planner for the city of Ojai, so he's here on Sundays, which is great, and yeah. he's like always playing the best music. <laughs> that's right, DJ. Like, I yeah. have people come in during the middle of the week, and they're like, who's that guy who works on Sundays? Like, can you ask him what, like, songs he was playing? Because oh my those are so good. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and he has a really great book club for all you sports heads, mm-hmm. you sport nerds. Sports. What, you know how there's, like, sneaker heads? What's, like, a sports, like, a jock? Like, what's a, what's a <laughs> sports nerd called? I don't know, but uh, he is it. <laughs> he is it. And he's reading, like, all these really fun classic, like, the classic sports guys he's covering, mm-hmm. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is. Yeah, and you know, I don't know why I'm going to say this, but hot take, Alex, and it's not a hot take. I hate Tiger Woods, so don't do that. Mm. <laughs> you can't do that. Just kidding. You can, but I don't like him anymore. Okay, I, don't I got know, a question. I don't know why Steph. I was like, oh, infidelity, fine. That's okay. <laughs> you do that, tig- Tiger. Tiger. I love giving people a nickname without thinking. Uh, didn't think that was Woodsy? Would I don't know. Hey, Woodsy. And then he handed that guy a tampon, and I was like, you know what, now? Yeah. Now I'm done. You're done. That was it. You're done. So what's your question? <laughs> what's your question? Okay. What was like, since we're talking about books and stuff, what was your like first book that got you amped on reading? Because we know you're a big reader. <laughs> well, I am a big reader in the last year and a half. Before oh, okay. that. Really? Yes. Yeah, so I started... I was reading a little bit in 2020 because there's nothing else to do <laughs> and I was using Bart's and before, before the beginning of like, or the end of 2021, when did I start reading? 
2021 anyways i yeah so i was reading true crime i would only really read true crime mm-hmm. and or um documentary style books like what is it called a non-fiction mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah what let me see i'm a non-fiction. tv like the real ones <laughs> yeah no yeah Just non-fiction's like the one that stories. happened right yeah. i always yeah. ask that Weird. i get it wrong all the time i don't know why i would ever read that um no so and then i would i would read like you know, I was just trying to, I just thought that if I was going to read, I needed to be um, in pain. And I thought mm-hmm. that like, to be a serious reader, you had to read things that were serious or true. And so I came out reading with like a lot of fear. I didn't read growing up. I don't remember my parents really? once reading to me, Wow! but they, they'd probably listen to this and be like, we read you go like um, Dr. Yeah. Seuss. Come on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Green eggs and ham. But I had a really low reading level. I had terrible grammar marks, terrible spelling, still can't spell to save my life. Mm-hmm. So I have always felt really stupid because of that and like really insecure. So I never like got into it. It was always something I wished. Like in high school, I remember like the guys who read were hot yeah, yeah, yeah. and they were mysterious. And carrying I was like, that catcher in the rye yes, around. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yes, yes. They are carrying it around with them. catcher in the rye. They always do. Huh? They always do. Yeah. Cause it's a I gotta tell you, I gotta tell drama. you, I gotta tell you when I met Asa, he was like, my favorite book is catcher. Oh <laughs> just kidding. No, it was cannery. It was, like, it was oh cannery road God. or whatever <laughs> that that's a great. Book. That was a good yeah. Book, he yeah. loves, is that Steinbeck? Yeah. He loves Steinbeck. Anyways, um, and I, re- I remember I read The Handmaid's Tale in 2017, and then I read some true crime books, but like nothing. And then why did I just started getting more into reading? And then my, my cousin got me on Goodreads in 2021, at the end of 2021. Yeah. And then I read 50 books last year. <laughs> Wild. You went from like zero to 100. I was just, I just assumed you read a lot. Cause no. Like, because so, you read a lot. Yeah, because you read yeah, a lot now. It's really new. And it's such a great hobby for me because I don't relax well. Mm-hmm. And I was just like watching a lot of TV, which is kind of like my, my cousin told me, she was like, books are so much more interesting than TV. And I was like, you're literally the person I hate. Like I hate <laughs> when, I, when yeah. I, I remember saying on the podcast very strongly that people who don't own TVs or people who don't watch TV are my blood enemies <laughs> forever. Because I was like, you think you're better. You think you're better. Yeah, 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 you yeah, think yeah, you're yeah. better than a TV show. Have you seen the office? Like I'm like, yeah. <laughs> what book is better I mean, than the office? Yeah. Yeah. Come on. And now I'll eat dinner and be like, I'm going to my room to read. Yeah. Like I can't. So, but mm. I would say that the genre, that will always be like my safe place is detectives like detective whodunit mm-hmm. murder mystery they are so fun they're just fun books they're so good and they're semi-predictable which kind of helps with my anxiety mm-hmm. but like i do get really bad anxiety when reading like i'm into fantasy books now and i will text <laughs> whoever i'm buddy reading with and be like i put it down i couldn't handle it they're like well if you couldn't handle that i don't know how you're going to get through the book and i'm like yeah, i yeah. don't either <laughs> <laughs> but i think just I think what's really gotten me into it is just having, it's so much fun and the amount of conversations and friendships and like weird things that I've been able to do because of it has been so cool. Yeah. I connect with nerds. Yeah. I'm like, I'm obsessed. I'll go hang out with Bridget and me and TK will just like talk about fantasy series forever. He's on like book. I didn't know they were big fantasy readers. He's on like book 13 of the wheel of time. Oh my God. God. Oh, he's a real deal. He's a real deal. But he's not enjoying it. And I'm like, I understand that type. Uh, I understand that because I used to read. That's how I, yeah. yeah. But, uh, no, I don't know. Do you guys read fantasy? I do. 
I do. I haven't in a while, though. I just think if you but got into a Court a of Thorns and Roses, your life would be over. That's probably why you haven't started it. I know. It. Honestly, I'm scared. Because then I won't come to work. Yeah. I and know. then the bookstore will Can't close. Can't you read here? And then, no, there's so much shit to do. Yeah, that's totally <laughs> Isn't that the double-edged sword? That was the yeah. thing. That's, like, that's the ironic part of it. I'm going to open a bookstore and read yeah, nonstop. Yeah. Hasn't read a book since you no, opened the store. I was like, this is the perfect job for me. I'll come in every day. I'll light a can. Handle. I'll, I'll just sit in the register and I'll read every book we have. You and wanted like, to, yeah, no, you were hoping no for way. a really unsuccessful like, bookstore. Damn it, this bookstore yeah, is yeah. so massively <laughs> successful. <laughs> Where's all this foot traffic coming from? It's like every uh, two people yeah. next door buy a book. Yeah, I, I also. <laughs> Jeez, let me read. Yeah, <laughs> I also gave myself a really intense reputation for only reading smut, which is not true at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm obsessed. Like, I feel okay, like the first so, mention of Tamber Books. In I wrote, this podcast I said was in reference smut. to smut. <laughs> yes. Um, well, okay. So, okay. Now I'm remembering the book that got me into reading. Karen Rose mm. writes these Karen. insane, fucking insane, <laughs> insane detective novels that wow. have like the most insane plots that are so unreal and so dumb. But these men, I tell you, um, and the double-edged sword of like these are heinous, heinous crimes. <laughs> like disgusting yeah. terrible yeah. and then two minutes later we're getting down in a closet i'm like <laughs> i don't know how that oh i don't know how i could go from tragedy to sex in three seconds but i can yeah and asa has not been complaining does he read them? he doesn't read them. no but he's like he I, you know like something will happen and he'd be like oh you must be reading a good part and i'm like what gave what, what do you even mean <laughs> yeah what gives that off you know what you mean that that just happened in there? <laughs> no 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 that's just me babe that's just me no but i did i did count last year because out of 50 books because everyone gives me so much shit about smut now and i went and counted because i read 50 books 12 of them were smut books uh, farm league and I was like, someone was like, isn't that like one fourth? I'm like, yeah. shut up. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> a pretty good pretty percentage. Three fourths aren't, <laughs> okay. Read, long, read whatever you want. Oh, I know. Here's My like, next. Okay, but there's a difference between books that have some sex in it. Spicy is what we would yeah. call them mm-hmm. on book talk. <laughs> Heavily seasoned. Heavily yeah. seasoned. And books that are simply simply (laughs) simply just a means Um, to an end (laughs) you guys will remember dragon's bride yes (laughs) and i now own ice barbarians which oh do you guys know the plot behind ice barbarians no No. i'll tell you give us the 30 second 20 or something women on earth get taken i don't know you can call that kidnapping whatever you want to call it (laughs) Um, to another planet where there's ice barbarians. Oh, and <laughs> um, I think the Stockholm Syndrome kicks in like really quick. Whoa. Oh, God. And it just, it, I think, all I of think them? Page, I think <laughs> all every 20. single one. <laughs> all 20. All 20 mean, <laughs> every chapter's one. And one. <laughs> I think it's like page 45 when shit starts going down. So that's quick. Wow. <laughs> that's quick. The plot is like laid out, you know, in these books in like three seconds. And right. then it's just sex for another 120 pages or the something. Ice barbarians. Like, did someone order? a pizza it's over (laughs) yeah they're not good they're not like great books but they're there's these crazy like it's crazy what it's doing in the book selling like the romance and stuff yeah yeah, this new york times article i did not read but saw the title of you know that kind of moment Mm -hmm. that's most days of my life (laughs) i'm like well that's a fact now i don't need to read the article (laughs) it said something yeah it said something like book sales are genuine like the trend for book sales are down however the romance court category is like 75 yeah. percent up so i'm like i don't understand wow. statistics but yes that sounds right 
I mean, yeah, we've been selling like a ton of romance stuff. They're like, so fun. Yeah. I hate I hate romance books. Do you like romance like movies? Shows? No. They make yeah. me really anxious. I hate the third break. The yeah. third act breakup is so frustrating. I'm like, the communication trope, yeah. the miscommunication. I'm like, just fucking have a conversation, <laughs> yeah. you idiots. And get back to the boning. Just go I to don't. therapy and then bone. Yeah. Like, have these people ever had a conversation? No, I actually don't like straight romance at all. But if there's a detective in the mix. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. A little murder. Which we've talked about before. Uh-huh. Not a fan of cops. However, However, you put it in a book or on a TV show. And for some reason, I'm all ears. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, so very good. into it. Who done it? <laughs> Who who gonna do it? Have you have, he, have you read? Has anyone here read Smut? Has it been mixed no. in? I mean, no? what do you? No, I mean probably okay. spicy. Closed door scenes aren't smut. I don't think where it's like, and then we went in his room. Oh wow, that was great. Or like the, the chapter end. ends yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I mean I feel like I've read some like spicy ones, but n- probably not what yeah. you consider not smut. Not like Ice by bar- Barbarians. Definitely not yeah. Ice Barbarians. <laughs> Yeah, Jordan bought me a Karen Rose book from here. That I didn't had buy to it. have been 2021. Did I buy it? No, no, no. You did I read for my... from it. I think Caitlin or someone bought it you for You were my secret Santa, Nick? Oh, someone. you had already ordered it. Yes. Yeah, and someone just came in and, and bought it. And someone came it. in it and bought it. It was Haley. Okay, <clears> and then you read a, passage, read a passage out loud <laughs> of it. And there's this trend in smut mounds i guess is like a mound you were like you mounds? got you read this whole thing mound? and it was like i think I said the word lump was the one that uh, really got me that's worse <laughs> like it's not no. sexy language if i remember correctly which i do um it was <laughs> simply so, i literally memory. flipped to a random page and mm-hmm. it was like he stood up quickly from the table towering over her yes she looked up. Yes, the eyes. And swallowed slowly. <laughs> yes, yes, The yes. lump so. in her throat, like, slowly reciting. And I was like, the lump in her throat oh has never God. sounded like a more sexually charged thing. And I, I couldn't imagine it. <clears throat> yeah, they make things that are not se- everyday things. It right. over-romanticizes things. Ace is always mad when he thinks about, like, romance movies or romance books because he's like, this is not how the real world works. I'm like, it could. <laughs> Maybe that's why you like fantasy because there's a... I feel like fantasy always has, like, some relationship oh, that's mm-hmm. maybe going to happen. Absolutely. Uh, oh, you know, a will they, won't happening. they? I live for a will they, won't they? They do this in detective shows, too. It's like, <laughs> put the hot shot cop with the new rookie gal yeah, and yeah, it's like, yeah. will oh. it work? He doesn't They're want so wrong to do for it. Other. I don't know. Yeah. X Files. What if they fell in love? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> X Files. It took like eight seasons for them to bone, and I was like, yeah. I'm watching this f- just for this reason alone at this point. <laughs> seasons in. You know, that is It'll a long happen. lead time. <laughs> well, they won't. They? A lot of won't they? A lot of. Well, God, what's won't her name? They? Jillian. She's just gorge. Anyways, X Files. X Files. Yeah. I'd read that book. <laughs> But it doesn't exist. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you guys like to do that? Try to read a book before you watch the show or some shit? Yeah, I do. It's very upsetting. I yeah. don't. Like, if I know that a movie or a show is coming out and it's based on a book and the book is, like, supposed to be good, mm-hmm. I really feel like I have to read yeah. the book first. It feels like a requirement. Like Women Talking mm-hmm. recently came out, uh, the movie. And I was like, I need to read the book first. And I did. And it was great. And everybody should read it and then go see the movie because okay. it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yeah. I remember last year I watched, I read Practical Magic because it's like mm. such a cult favorite. Like people love that movie do, and that yeah. book. And wow, what a, a disaster. <laughs> I've ranted about this on Top Talk before, so you guys don't have to hear it again. But my, what a departure! Wow, they took some. Los Angeles creative. will take some, yeah, yeah. some creative uh, 
what is it called freedom freedom (laughs) well do you guys have anything coming up on the horizon that the listeners need to be paying attention to what's going on what's new what's hot what's fresh Mm. let's see we have event we always have events happening um some cool local authors one's like a young adult author mia beck she's gonna be here for her book the pearl hunter i don't know the date look at our website yeah uh it's in april and then the what is it the last day how many days are in this month one month 31 31. 31. okay so the the 30th somewhere in the middle i think the 30th (laughs) we are having an author in who wrote a collection of essays called mossback uh oh god david Pritchett. Good job. Thank you. That's another thing too, is like I'm obsessed with short stories. Mm, yeah. I love short story books. Mm, yeah. I picked up a couple from mm-hmm. here before. Like they're just such like, great ways to like get wrapped up in a story. But collections you don't in general are so cool because yeah. you can just <clears throat> you can just yeah. And you don't ne- want to yeah. like read a whole book, but fifteen yeah. pages and you're pissed that it's not a whole book all yeah, of a exactly. sudden. <laughs> <laughs> That's really cool though. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, we have other events too, but I can't remember them right now. So Good for you. look on our website. Yeah. They're up there. I think <laughs> she... everyone should just come into the shop Hello. and ask Destiny Alex or Megan themselves. Mm-hmm. They might not know then, but they do have a website. We'll look it up <laughs> real time. <laughs> yeah. They'll look it up with you. Yeah. Yeah. In that I mean, yeah. Tamra could be looking a little different oh, soon, but yeah. that's maybe a little On the horizon. Okay. Oh, sneak peek. When's this airing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like Friday. Yeah. Okay. Too close. Too soon. Yeah, maybe okay. we'll come back to this. That's maybe okay. it'll be a shout out at the, yeah, the next episode. Could hey, be. Uh, <laughs> keep your eyes peeled. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Big, big exciting things happening for sure. Yes. The moral of the story is though to read. And if you're going to buy a yeah. book, buy it from here. Also, mm-hmm. I, something that I think is important to tell the goobs is that, yes, we love the convenience of Amazon and Tambor has that. All you do is go to their website and you can order just like they have an entire mm-hmm. book catalog yeah. on their website. So easy. I've done it. You can even email them if you're too dumb. I've done that too. <laughs> um, I've done it all and they're extremely helpful and it's such a great way to support a small business and you get exactly what you want. So if you have something in mind and we'll deliver to your door. Right. And Just we're considering like Amazon. hiring Jordan to deliver books via scooter. Via scooter. Oh door. my gosh. A little a paper, a news run or a new paper route. Yeah. Jordan doesn't have enough stuff to do. <laughs> yeah. So I think trying to keep him busy. Well, I'm still so free lazy. from 5 a.m. to 6 a.m. <laughs> yeah. on Tuesdays. I'm trying so. to get him to become a morning person. Yeah. So we're yeah. like, you might as well throw books at people's doors. Yeah. It might not be pretty, but he'll do it. <laughs> this one's real. Whack. <laughs> it might be the wrong book. We don't. Yeah. I got your smut. Sure. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, the detective fucks her at the end. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just reading last pages <laughs> and writing them oh, on the cover. Do you guys ever do that? Ooh, I used to do that all the time. Oh, I can't I'm do that. I, like I made myself like stop. That. Although yeah. sometimes if the book like accidentally flips open to the last page and I happen to read it, I'm like, oh, whoops, I don't know. If I'm getting really insecure and upset, I'll sometimes just like do a quick flip to see if names are there still. Mm. Which is bad, bad girl. Yeah. I try not to. I ha- I I would say it's very rare, but I I have that need. I want to do it so bad. Like twelve and fifty. I do books. it all the time. Hey, hey, Michaela, who works at the Ohio um, Vineyard. Vineyard. Yes, yeah. and is an incredible surfer. Just drove drove by on her feet. <laughs> on her feet. <laughs> on her feet. <laughs> she just ran by. <laughs> she drove by. <laughs> you guys, we gotta call it. All right. <laughs> it's all falling apart. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us. That you guys lovely. are the best. Thanks for, Thanks having, for having us. us. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.